The countdown starts. Four, three, two, one. This is Rachel, and welcome to the podcast version of Competition Countdown. The corollaries of MIT are no side note. They are a proven element unto themselves. As MIT's first co-ed acapella group founded in 1977, they've had much success. ICCA competitions and finals, tracks selected for Boca and Voices Only, and nominations for Caras. This year, they are tackling ICCAs again, heading to quarters on February 16th. We are thrilled to welcome Maddie and Dylan from the corollaries to Competition Countdown. Hey guys, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. So... What was it about this year that made you guys want to compete? Yeah, sure. So we we do ICCAs roughly every other year. So we will go on tour um, some years. Last year we went to New Orleans, which was really, really fun. And then, yeah, and so then this year we decided that we'd do ICCAs. Um, we figured we were ready. Like we have some really good arrangers, some good soloists. So we thought this year was a good year to do it. Very cool. <laughs> Was it difficult to choose the songs that you wanted to compete with? And how did you pick ones that you felt were right for the group? Yeah, so we go through a multi-step process to pick our songs. First, we have this uh, large doc that everyone can contribute to with song suggestions. We have in our mind, like the kinds of songs we're looking for. So we wanted an opener, a ballad, and then a closer. And then from there, we let the group suggest songs for a period of time. And then after that, the music team goes through, looks at some of the suggestions, puts some of them that they think are good choices to vote. And then after the group has voted on that, then the music team makes the final decision on the three songs. There are some close close calls between the songs where some of the group really wanted one song and the other part of the group really wanted the other song. But at the end of the day, like through the voting process and everything, it was pretty straightforward how we were picking the songs. And at this point, do you feel like the set is a, a good cohesive unit for you? Yeah, I definitely think so. We've talked a lot about how it's pretty angsty. And um, it I think it honestly reflects our style as a group. We really like to have those emotional songs that we can um, really bring like personal experience into and really emote with. And so for us, it is, it's become this cohesive story uh, that starts out very energetic and maybe a little more positive and then ends on kind of a question when you don't, you aren't really sure what's going to happen. Ooh, I like it. As a group that's had a lot of ICCA experience, what are lessons that you've learned in that experience that you take moving forward and that you might offer to other groups as they are preparing for ICCAs? This is a difficult question because neither of us have actually been in ICCAs before. We're both sophomores. Oh, well, maybe um, alumni, like maybe alumni have given you ideas or, or suggestions? Yeah, uh, we try to include the alumni input in the things, in a lot of things we do. So I know that the arrangers of the ICCA set sent their arrangements to alumni and asked for comments back. And then we also plan to invite the alumni in to give us feedback on our performance and our choreography closer to when the competition actually is. You guys have been around for a long time. I mean, 1977 is not, you know, no spring chicken in terms of, <laughs> in terms of group tenure and, and history. That, that gives you a pretty deep bench of, uh, of, of alumni to, to reach out to. Do you find that you have a, a lot of folks that that step in to help out? Yeah, um, it's it's really nice. We do this thing every year called retreat where we um, where we go up to Vermont and we stay in a house and we stay in a house like the current group and then the alumni stay in a house like really close like we in within walking distance 
And it's really cool because a lot of alumni come down and a lot of the group hasn't met the alumni. So it's a great way for us to like bond and meet with the alumni. And then, like I said, like, like we said earlier, we can also like send our arrangements to them. And it's, I don't know, it's like a great network that we have going that like just gets kept up every year by this retreat and like by us asking for the help. So it's, it's really nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. So one of the things I sort of mentioned in our introduction is that you guys have done a little bit of recording and gotten some recognition for that recording as well. How do you guys decide when it's the right time to lay down tracks? And so, yeah, and then also sort of like spawning off of that, like when do you know there are tracks you want to submit for other sort of compilation albums? Uh, so as for recording tracks in general, we try to record at the end of every semester. And so this way we can have an ongoing process to create an album and there's not as much pressure in one semester to be recording like seven to 10 songs and have to process all of them at once. So we'll do two to three songs at the end of every semester. I think, and I'm not certain about this because neither of us have been around for the song selection process for submission to these competitions, but I think it would probably go through a similar process with the voting. And a lot of times in our rep, there emerges clear favorites that everybody really likes and appreciates and sees the value of recording. So I'd say that's probably not as contentious as some other decisions. Sure. Well, sure. let's hear something that was at least favorite enough to submit to us to play as part of this interview. We'll be hearing the corollaries do Let It Be, originally performed by Labyrinth. The solo on this is Dylan Sleeper. The arranger is Andy Sai, and the VP is Jack Moore. Here are the corollaries with Let It Be. Hold up, hold up past me. We don't have a license to air music on this podcast. So if you want to hear this interview in its entirety, including all the amazing music that's involved, please go to our website, Acaville.org, and subscribe. Now back to your regularly scheduled interview. That was great. Well done, guys. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, I mean, the Boston area is obviously very rich in acapella and MIT is uh, as a campus alone has I don't know half a dozen or more groups maybe more I'm, I haven't counted but you know what does it feel like to be in an area that is so rich and how does that impact you guys as you choose sort of where you fit in that like large group it's really cool to be in a place where there are so many amazing acapella groups and I think that it's first of all they can inspire us through their arrangements through their choreo through the things that we see them do but second of all it's also something that can push us to be better because we see all this talent around us and it motivates us to work harder and to like aspire to better ourselves and to uh, make ourselves i guess worthy to be singing among all of these amazing acapella groups in the area and at this school that's awesome. That's well, I am sure that that competition, or at least internal drive, will, will you know, sort of bear fruit in, in competition. We wish you guys the best of luck at ICCAs on February 16th, and thank you so much for spending some time with us. Thank you thank for you. having us. Of course. Thank you to Maddie and Dylan of the Corollaries of MIT. Good luck, guys. That's it for this episode of Competition Countdown. Special thanks to Sam Baker for editing work. And tune in again next time for all your favorite in acapella competition news. The count goes on. Four, three, two, one.